Welcome to the Dawn of Hope podcast. My name is Luke Harrison. Uh, another 30 Days of Hope episode. I'm here with Jesse Laughlin today. Hey, how's it going? Say it like Laughlin right now. Yeah. Laughlin. Yeah. Laughlin. I mean, you can say Laughlin if you want to. Laughlin a lot. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you picked two verses, uh, Psalm 9-9 and Psalm 46-1, and I forgot the website, which we were just talking about. I always forget that. So... Uh, Go to the website, mydaughterfolk.org. <laughs> You're doing great. Me and Jesse are just terribly tired right oh, now. Yeah. Um, it's going to be great. Mydaughterfolk.org slash blog. You can read along with what Jesse wrote, um, and there's a podcast player on the blog post so that you can listen Listen at the same time. Ah. This is day 12 that you're listening to. Um, so, Psalm 99, Psalm 46, one. So, Psalm 99 says... The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed and a stronghold in times of trouble. And Psalm 46 one says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Um, so what led you to pick those verses when you were talking about hope? Well, um, you know, like, these have been big verses just kind of going throughout, like, my childhood and on up into, like, adulthood and stuff. Um, but, like, especially when you start to kind of delve into the Word and, like, realize how important it is and, like, how true it is, um, that was just something like the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed and a stronghold in times of trouble. And that is exactly what's going on right now because people feel oppressed, you know, whether that's because they can't go to work or they just want to go sit down and, you know, have lunch with somebody at their favorite restaurant or something like they can't do that. And so a lot of people just feel oppressed by all this. And so like in these times of trouble, like the Lord is our refuge and he's there to help us. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And can't go to church on Easter Sunday for a lot of people, you know? So yeah. that's like, that's weird because that's like one of the church services during the year, you know, that's way bigger. It's like Christmas Eve and Easter. Oh, but, yeah. Even when you you're know. not like a super, <laughs> you know, big Christian or anything, like you don't go to church all the time, that's usually a service you go to. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Like we, we kind of had one here, I guess, because we're a multifamily place. So like the ones, the people that live here yeah. can all be together because they are together anyway because we live here. But, and if you missed your Easter Sunday service. Go to the Donald Trump YouTube channel and check out the live stream that we had out there. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> but these are really good verses, especially right now, because these are times of trouble for a lot of people, whether it's, like, health-wise or financially or just, like you said, like, like I know that we know people who are struggling just because they're social people and you can't really be social right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of a weird thing where, like... My life doesn't change that much because I just, like, come here and go home, and that's all I do. <laughs> but for a lot of people, it's changed their lives completely. And, I mean, I don't even know how many people have lost their jobs so far, but to be able to, like, read those verses and lean on God in those moments is a big deal because there's not a lot of people, and a lot of, well, most people don't really have something else to lean on. You know what right. I mean? So it's kind of like, or some people lean on their job and they don't have that right now or, you know, something else that, that, that like, everything is gone, basically, except yeah. whatever you have at home. If you have a family or a significant other that's at home, then that's what you've got right now. And there's pretty much an endless great podcast. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> I mean, that's the biggest thing is, you know, like, he is our comforter. And so in this, like, this is our time to be able to, like, realize, okay, like, I can't go to work. I can't, you know, go hang out with these people. I can't be social out in public. So, like, you need to take this time to just kind of sit and, like, really study the word and kind of start to 
go into it and, you know, build your relationship with the Lord, because the more time you spend in the word, the more you're going to realize like he is our comforter. And like, no, he did not cause this virus, but yes, he knew it was going to happen. You know what yeah. I mean? And so like, he's got it set up for us. Like we're not going to suffer because of this. He's going to bring everything back tenfold or the enemy is, you know, it's, that's like the biggest thing like that I kind of take away from these verses is just like, he is our refuge and like, he's going to bring everything back and he's going to protect us through all this. So yeah, and it's like, I keep seeing a bunch of stuff, you know, there's like jokes all over the internet about like how the divorce lawyers are going to make so much money yeah. after this hour. <laughs> I'm like, how about it's the opposite? How about we, because we've kind of like gone away from the family ideal. Yeah. Maybe this will bring help bring us back to that because Absolutely. so many people are like, it's like, hey, spend time with your wife, the law says. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, you know, like, and I think I don't think that there's that many people out there that intentionally maybe don't spend time with their families, but in the culture that we live in, there's always something happening. You're working oh, yeah. for however many hours a day, and then you got to do this when you get home and you know fix the sink and pay the bills and do all this stuff. And oh, then yeah. you're like, oh, I just need to watch TV and go to bed. You know, and it's so, usually not even purposeful. Just stuff like yeah, seem to take precedence. It's on exhausting because the yeah. society we live in is so fast paced. Like fast paced, it's the most fast paced time I think in human history Absolutely. for sure. And so to be forced in a way to like slow down <laughs> like uh, Ivy was talking to me about that today about how I need to chill out sometimes I was like <laughs> oh, yeah, and, like you know I feel like a lot of people struggle with just like peace and comfort and safety like just in their general lives like I mean I know I do like there's times where I just try to take everything into my own hands and then I start to get really stressed out and I'm like why am I so stressed out and when you take a second to stop and look you're like oh, it's because I'm not letting God do this. And so it's yeah. just like, you can't do it all on your own, but like God's got this and he's going to take it into his own hands. He's going to take care of you. And like, you know, when I was little, so this is a fun story. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. I used to have a nightmare. Like every night it was the same nightmare. I'm not going to explain it because it's long, but like it was just a recurring thing. And so like, I'd always wake up freaked out thinking there was something in the room with me. And that's when I would get up and just like barrel down the stairs without looking where I'm going and usually <laughs> bash my head on something. I ended up on the floor like every time, but oh like, you know, the whole point of that was like, there was a lack of comfort and safety. Like even in my own room, like, you know, I would let the enemy like get into my own head and like make me think that I wasn't safe, even though I was. And so like, I don't know, once I was old enough to kind of, like, start to look into the word myself, it wasn't just my parents' thing, but it was, like, me wanting to learn and me wanting to, like, you know, grow in my relationship with the Lord, and that's when I, like, found these verses and kind of realized, like, oh, like, I was stressed for nothing, I was fearful for nothing, there was no point, because he's got us, he's our refuge, and, like, you know, he just covers us all the time, no matter what, as long as we're willing to accept that. Yeah, it's literally, he's offering it all the time, but you have to be willing to not carry under which is hard like especially i feel like for us as dudes it's hard to be like all right i i can't do this you know what i mean like that's a that's a hard thing to say and ivy's probably outside that door laughing at me right now because this is what she was talking about because i'm stressed but anyways (laughs) i I totally understand i need to but my own words here too but it's like um like you talk about comfort and comfort is a word too that like we don't like our culture changes a little bit like comfort to us is like a recliner and netflix which yeah. is comfortable physically it's super easy but to there's a whole other level of spiritual emotional comfort that not that many people feel anymore yeah it's like 
Um, my mom said something at church about it today. What'd she say? It was like, she was talking about like total peace for a second there. And it's like, I don't even know that I've ever felt complete peace. Like down to the, cause, cause I forget what verse she was using, but like it's in the Bible that you can attain that. And that is so far out to yeah. me. Like, <laughs> well, and like what I'll do is, you know, I start, I get in one of those kicks where I'm like super on fire. I'm like, all right, I just want to spend all my time in the Lord in the Lord, in the word. <laughs> We're good. Um, but, like, I want to spend all my time in the Word with the Lord. And so, like, yeah. uh, you know, I'll read the Bible constantly. I'll listen to teachings. Like, I'm just constantly trying to, like, grow and learn more. And I'll do that for, like, a solid two or three weeks. And then I'll just slowly start to get out of it without even realizing it. And before I know it, I'm stressed out again because I've let so many other things just take away my time. Yeah. And so then, like, after another week or two, I'm like, why am I so stressed out? And it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't remember the last time that I sat down for more than, like, 15 minutes and just read the Bible. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, that is a super, like big positive I think to this whole situation is that we have so much more time on our hands yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like honestly there's so I mean now there's other things to fill that time that you normally wouldn't do maybe but like that's where you kind of have to look at it and just like make priorities which is really hard to do but yeah. <laughs> well and it's it, it's crazy how even in this situation that we're in now you can still find a way to be busy oh like, you have, yeah it's like we just need to chill out, like, on Ivy's podcast, whatever day that was. I can't remember, but so far, at least, it was the longest one, so just find the longest one and listen to that one. <laughs> but uh, um, she was talking about how you have to, like, be purposeful to, like, yeah. think about these things to start your day, because that's one thing I really struggle with. Like, I got up this morning, and my dad, I love you, dad, but he has a horrible habit of sending me work texts before I even wake up. <laughs> and I wake up, and, you know, the first thing I do is check my phone, and, which is probably a bad idea, but it's the first thing I do. And so I check my phone, and it's just, can you XXX? And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I just, and it's not even like this horrible feeling I get from work texts. It's just like, and it's me too, like I need to get past it. But I just roll right into figuring right. out the work stuff and then I, I skip over my whole morning like I don't make coffee sometimes yep. and forgetting to make coffee just ruins my day and then but like she was talking about you have to be purposeful you have to wake up be like I'm gonna have the best possible day and I'm gonna have the best possible day because Jesus wants me to have the best possible day and I'm walking with him all that stuff well, and this is something that, like, I've been, like, being very just conscious about. And, like, so every time I go to bed, I just, like, thank him for the day and, like, thank him for showing me all the different ways he loves me. And, like, used to, when I would ask him to show me how he loved me, sometimes, like, I would look through the day and be, like, nothing, like, significant or major happened. Like, why are you not doing this? <laughs> but, like, you have to look at it and even the smallest little things, like... I don't know, man, say you find a nickel on the ground or something like that. That's not a lot, but it's a nickel. But like, yeah. or, I mean, I don't know, you get to hang out with someone that you didn't think you'd be at the sea for a while or something like that. Like, there's just things like that where you may not think it's God, but like, you know, if you ask him to show him how he loves you, like he will. And yeah. so like, I've been doing that every night before I go to bed. And every day, like the first thing that I do before I wake up or when I wake up before I do anything <laughs> is I just ask him like, all right, Lord, I pray that I have a good day. Just show me how much you love me today. And I know that I have your favor. I have all the knowledge and understanding that I need for today. And, like, I just go into it with that attitude. And anytime it's not going that way, I just take a second. It's like, all right, I know what's going to happen today. I know what I've spoken into existence. So I just have to 
you know, take it as I go. But yeah. like, that helps so much. Even just having the attitude, even if things aren't going your way, like having that attitude, you'll start to see how even when it didn't seem like it was like going your way, it still was. Like he was actually working out the best for your like you. Yeah. So yeah, and there's like sometimes it takes like I I don't know like I just relate to this part of it but as a dude like I just go at things until I fail and then sometimes it takes like (laughs) it takes actual failures for me to be like okay why did I just do all that like you know what I mean why did I not as get all as God all the way back at the beginning to think right (laughs) and like now I've put all this like effort and pain into it (laughs) and like you know sometimes you just go at things and it just feels like you know you you get past one step and then another one shows up and another one and then another one and then another one. It's like, that's, in a way, that's just how life is. Like, stuff just happens all the time. There's always something new going on. But if you rely on God for those things, it's not a source of stress. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, like the other day, I, I got completely stressed out and went for a walk from my house and I just walk and there's nothing near my house <laughs> like yeah. if you've ever been to my house there's nothing near my house but I, I just walked and there's this like old uh, like the ruins of a foundation or something I'm not oh, even oh. sure what it is it's weird but I just like climbed up on the tallest part and sat there for a minute and my dog was like underneath <laughs> me like what's the matter with you I was like I don't know man <laughs> but I was just Did like alright to you Yes. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was just like talking to God and I was like, all right, in this situation that I'm stressed about, I'm just not going to do anything until I feel like you're telling me to do it anymore. Because I, I have this brain that's like solution oriented. And so you give me a problem and I just pick a direction and I go in that direction, whether it's right or not. I just yep. do. And so <laughs> like, I was like, all right, I'm going to stop here <laughs> like, and wait for you to tell me which way to go. Because I was like, clearly I can't get this right. <laughs> you know? And like, eventually I'm going to get to a point where I have that moment at the beginning. <laughs> but it's a learning process. But it's like, if you're, you, it takes those purposeful moments, which has been a kind of a theme throughout the podcast that we've been doing. Yeah of waking up and being purposeful or being purposeful in those moments of like being overwhelmed, you know? (laughs) And it's like, that's all that it takes because God is literally holding his hand out the whole time. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, but you have to be purposeful. You have to look up and reach out and take it. And it's so hard to do that because our society is so fast. Like you don't take those moments. Even when, you know, we're literally forced to do nothing right now. Most of us are anyways. And still like you have, Netflix, you have all sorts of stuff online, you have, you know, Zoom meetings or whatever, <laughs> and like, oh yeah, you can just, you can fill up your time even though you have nothing to do, it's yeah. crazy. Like, well, and like, I think the biggest problem that a lot of people have too is like, you know, they want to take those purposeful moments, and so they're just like, alright God, like, I give this to you, like, you know, I know that you have given me your peace, like it says in the word, like, you know, my peace I give you, my peace I leave with you. And so it's like, you know, I know that. So this is yours. But then they just expect everything to just, like, fall into place right in front of their eyes and that they can just sit back and do nothing. But that's not necessarily how it's always going to work. Like, I'm not saying that those situations won't come up. But, like, most of the time, like, it is a back and forth. Like, you have to work with him. But not in your own strength, but in him telling you what to do. And so, like, you know, you have to just have that attitude of, like, I'm going to be peaceful in this situation, even though this person is really pissing me off or like, yeah, you know what I mean? like whatever it is, like, cause that the enemy will throw things at you. And so it's not always going to be like 
you know, daisies and roses from then on. Yeah. Like, there's still going to be things that come up that are going to seem like they're going to block you and they're just going to keep you from doing what you need to do. But like, it's how they affect you. Exactly. It's yeah. it's the positive attitude that you have, and it's just knowing that God's going to turn it out. So just let Him do what He needs to do, and in the meantime, just keep a good attitude. Yeah, it's like I, I can't for the life of me remember what verse my mom used there, <laughs> but it was you know total peace is attainable, but it doesn't say you know that there's total lack of problems. Like, right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like problems are a thing. We live in a, on a cursed earth in a you know, where Satan roams, like, things are not ever going to be just perfect. No. But you can have total peace the whole time, which is a crazy thought for to think about, like, a problem. Like, whatever problem you're dealing with right now, like, if you get a call and it's, like, you know, whatever financial problem and you're just peaceful, like, just imagine that. It's crazy. It's, like, but it's, the Bible says it's attainable. and It says the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed and a stronghold in times of trouble. And so if you're in a time of trouble or if you're just oppressed or, and one of the things that I love about the second verse you picked about the 46 one, mm-hmm. it says ever present help in trouble, yep. which is like, I love the word ever present. Cause it's like always there. Oh yeah. Literally never like you can't ever turn around and say God. And he, it's like, Oh, he went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, 100% reliable. Yeah. Like, absolutely. more reliable than any human ever on Earth. And yeah. we don't use it for something. No. Else. It's like, it's such a weird thing to think about. Like, if you had a person or a robot, we'll just say robot. Okay. We could never think about a person being 100% reliable. Fair but if we had a robot that was 100% reliable and would always help you out of whatever situation you were in, we'd use that robot all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And God's like, hey, I'm always here, and I will help you out whatever situation you're in. And we're like, okay, sometimes, thank you. <laughs> and and it's not like that. Like, we don't say that to God, but no. at the same time, like, if we can handle it ourselves, we will. It's or literally if we like if we're hanging off of a cliff, and, like, God is sitting there, like, sticking his hand out, like, grab my hand, let me help you. And you're like, no, I'll find my own way up. Yeah. And then you fall. It's like, okay, whose <laughs> fault is that? Like, yeah. you know? It's honestly, like... And, and sometimes you think you can, and, like, you'll be like, no, it's fine. It's like, but it could be so much better than fine. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe you can make it through the situation, but you could come out on the other side a whole lot better if you just yeah. went God's way. Because God's got a better way than you do every time. Like, yeah. You are not as smart as God. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I'm just going to read your prayer at the end here, which I forgot to warn you about. I'm going to read your prayer and then ask you about your prayer. Cool. Be thinking about that. (laughs) Um, So you said, Lord, thank you so much for your promises. I thank you that you're our refuge and comfort through this time. I pray that every one of your children will feel your comfort and peace. And those who don't know you will come to know you and see the true wonder of your name. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, So what, what encouraged you to write the prayer that way? I mean, obviously we're talking about refuge and comfort and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, people are going to read this, read the blog, read the prayer. So what do you want those people to, you know, think when they're reading the prayer? Um, I mean, the main thing just to take away from it is, like, don't just think of it as one of those things that you're going to say and then not think about for days or weeks or months. Like, you know, pray it as a solid, firm, like, belief and, like, strong faith of, like, you know, I know that I can trust you and I know that you are, you know, my refuge and my comfort. You give me my peace and my safety. And so, like, you know, just 
as you go out from here, anytime that you're struggling with, you know, I mean, even if it's not the virus, like just struggling through your everyday life, like, you know, he is there, he's got you like curled up in his hands, but you've got to, you know, actually reach out and take the help. Yeah. And so, you know, just, you know, don't forget that he's always, like it says in 46, one, Psalm 46, one, like he's an ever present help always there. Um, you know, so just never forget that you're never alone. Yeah. You know, we are not alone. He's always there with us. Never alone is a big thing because, you know, A, a lot of people are literally physically alone right now. But yeah. B, <laughs> like, if you just have that confidence, because sometimes things are hard just because you feel like nobody understands. Right. You know what I mean? You're just like, I'm going through this. And one of the things that, you know, the devil loves to lie to us about is you're the only person that's ever dealt with this this way. Right. And it's like, yep. that is never been true <laughs> nope. how many people have there been in the history of humanity you're the only one like you're not that special I'm right sorry. <laughs> somebody else has it. probably somebody you even know has. yeah so don't believe that and know that god god understands better than any human ever could absolutely even if you found a human that had gone through the same stuff and it, or is going through the same stuff god understands better than that person because he knows it all the way through physical emotional spiritual everything that's gone yeah all the way down and I just, like, I looked up the definition of refuge just now because I was reading your verse, and it's a, a condition of being safe or sheltered for pursuit, danger, or trouble. So that's the Lord is a shelter from trouble yeah, for the oppressed and a stronghold. Like, that's literally, like, when you think of a shelter, like a refuge, you think of, like, I don't know about y'all, I guess, but I think of, like, <laughs> a castle or something with stone walls. Yeah. Like, kind of impenetrable and it's like God is even more impenetrable than a castle so he's saying you're in trouble I'm a shelter I cover you and nothing gets through me yeah you know and if you just have confidence in that like confidence in God has been a big thing through these podcasts too but if you just know and have confidence that he's with you and that he'll cover you in those times of trouble you can really make it through anything oh absolutely and nothing's a big deal like (laughs) which leads to that peace that we were talking about and that comfort that you were talking about that's like seems unattainable but it's not because God is love and peace and all these things and peace is a fruit of the spirit that we have we just have to figure out how to access it right absolutely yeah <laughs> which is a learning process for everybody but oh yeah absolutely anything else you want to say no alright right. thanks dude yeah good podcast um yeah, subscribe and auto-download because you know you want to and all that stuff. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Dawn of Hope podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast feed and turn on notifications for more conversations and audio versions of Sunday's teachings. Our Sundays begin with a light breakfast at 9.30. The service begins at 10 o'clock. Groups and Bible studies throughout the week include undivided young adults groups Sunday evenings at 5 o'clock, bringing young adults from all walks of life together. Follow up Wednesdays at 6.30 on Wednesdays, a conversational Bible study based off of Sunday's topics led by Michael Roberts. Prophetic writing on Thursdays at 6.30, hearing God's voice through journaling, led by Joanna Harrison. All events are at Donahoe Branch at 178 Palmer Drive in Florissant, Colorado. If you would like to donate to Dawn of Hope, you can visit mydawnofhope.org and click the donate button on the sidebar. If you're interested in holding an event at the ranch or would like more info on anything that we do, please call us at 719-687-3425 or send us an email at info at donofhoperanch.com. 
Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Don Fo Podcast. Mm-hmm.